You are listening to Feeding the Mouth That Bites You with Ashley Parrish and Jessica Pfeiffer. A weekly podcast guide on parenting teens and launching them into the world. As always, we are joined by psychologist and author, Dr. Ken Wilgus. Hey everyone, and welcome back. Today's episode will be a continuation on our conversation from last week. This is part two of Mothers and Sons, Fathers and Daughters. So we talked a little bit earlier about how for daughters and fathers, it's not quite the same. We talked a lot about respecting your son and offering respect to your son, but how about fathers and daughters? What, um, what, what's different in that relationship? Well, it's a, it, if you do the math, if you think about this same communication style thing between men and women and how you treat a daughter that is becoming an adult, then ironically, dads need to be careful that they don't uh, offer too much autonomy and respect. In other words, it's pretty easy for easier for dads to not over nurture teenagers. They're usually the ones saying, hey, let's let's just leave them alone. But with daughters, if you begin to understand what we're talking about, that can be actually a risk. Dads really need to be more interested and more involved in their teenage daughters uh, than they might naturally think. Uh, teenage daughters, uh, you know, girls, once they're beginning to especially to go through puberty, it's a mm -hmm. very difficult time, very awkward. Most every teenage girl feels unattractive in some sense. And especially they begin to want to know how am I perceived by this whole world of men? It is her father that needs to be and actually is whether he wants to be or not front and center as the man that will answer that question. Uh, in an appropriate way, in an honest way, and will not demand something in return. So a father needs to really, if a mother needs to be careful to, to give her son respect, a father needs to be careful to really make efforts to give his daughter closeness, to reach out to her uh, in, you know, I can remember it was important that I remembered my daughter's friends' names, and, you know, and I would write them down. Don't tell anybody mm -hmm. because we just had all these kids. Who knows? Uh, and of course, their mother, my wife, knew their friends' names all the time. Uh, mm -hmm. But things like that, uh, taking real time with her, can be something that you know most fathers aren't against it, but they just hadn't thought about that as important. It's very similar uh, to a mom that doesn't think about the respect part as much as the trying to be care close and reaching out. It's the reverse for fathers. They'll think about giving the distance and giving her her space without realizing that she really wants his connection to her and know that uh, he is interested in her and that he is uh, an important part of her life. Which I would assume that this would be tricky for fathers. I think as mothers, it comes more easy to us, Jessica. I think mm -hmm. you might agree with that. Mm -hmm. Because I know what she's feeling because I've been there, you know, and I right. understand what she's going through because I've experienced those same things. When we talk about hormone changes and, and going through puberty and, you know, once a month, there are just difficult things. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, yep. And so I think that's easy for me to relate to my daughter in that sense. And I think it's helpful. And Dr. Ken, I want you to chime in, too, that as mothers and wives, we can kind of help our husbands kind of make sense of what our daughter is going through That's or how, exactly how right. she's mm -hmm. feeling. And like we can kind of mend those, build the bridge, right? 
right. between those two because there are times when our teenage daughters are going through something emotionally and they just want to spew their guts about it. Right. Um, mm-hmm. In a sense, that could feel disrespectful to the father. You know? Uh, no, that's exactly right. And and, and, and and here's the best part. You're bringing in the third layer, which is, yes, the dad needs to hear from his wife about what his daughter's going through. But what if he feels disrespected by the way his wife is telling him mm. how he should deal with mm-hmm. his daughter? Yeah. Isn't that fascinating? So yeah. then all of a sudden you've got this kind of uh, really tricky issue because you're exactly right, Ashley. I mean, you really need it's super helpful to be able to translate to uh, a husband, to a dad. This is what she's feeling. And the reverse is just as difficult. I, I have a lot of husbands that are trying to tell their wives, look, I think that's kind of overbearing with the boy. I think mm-hmm. you're being and she's like, that's because you don't even care. You know, it just it, you yeah. really have to find a way to to be able to talk to each other to really hear this perspective exactly like you're saying. Dads very often will not know uh, or even be annoyed, like you said, by a girl that's just sharing. And that's mm-hmm. a good thing for a mom to help the dad to understand. Mm-hmm. And I think we can do a, a favor to our daughters as well to to try and explain to her, this is what, this is kind of how your dad sees it. I would be mm-hmm. careful because in general, especially if you have a teenager telling you that they're having some tension with the other parent, your general rule is to help them to talk to that parent. Right. Uh, so I, I think you're right that in helping her to uh, understand a little more about her dad is helpful, but I wouldn't overdo that because you really want to direct her to go and talk to her dad about it. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, so that she has her own voice with him. But, right. uh, you know, I think you're right. And it's also true the other way around that a dad can really. Um, talk to his wife about, and it happens a lot, to really almost ease her mind that, you know, honey, he doesn't hate you. He just doesn't like you. And, uh, <laughs> you know, and it's like to, to kind of make the whole thing uh, go down easier. Uh, but it, like I say, that actually will uh, be affected a lot by how the marriage goes. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, like many a wife has had to learn that uh, it goes down easier for your husband if you pretend like you respect him. You know, you're like, look, I'm not saying that you're a bad dad and you don't always do this, but I think she's upset that. And, you know, it makes it a little easier for him Mm -hmm. uh, if you kind of put it in those terms. And it's the same thing with dads, dads that are like, hon, we already talked about this. Don't do that. Rather than saying, oh, it makes you crazy, doesn't it? When she does that. Oh, I know. But hon, you know, like starting by really making sure that she hears that he gets how she's feeling Mm-hmm. And then letting her know uh, his con- suggestion, that goes down much easier for a wife to reassure that we're connected. Uh, so these same patterns are important in your marriage and how you advise each other as parents. Mm-hmm. Don't you all find this stuff cool? I mean, <laughs> it it's is. interesting. It's true. It's like, wait a minute. It, it gets more layer upon layer. It's, it's fascinating. It's really about maturity and communication, mm-hmm. you know? Well, yeah, you mean emotional control maturity? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. well, good luck with that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Well, because if you have good pay, a good marriage that is, you know, has two mature beings and a healthy marriage where there's communication. Well, that respect, lets us out. I mean, I was such a normal guy till I got married. I mean, this woman makes <laughs> me crazy. So 
She made you change your ways. I know. Anyway, you're right. You're exactly right, Ashley. You know, it it filters into your parenting. And when you're parenting opposite sex kiddos, well, then, you know, you can kind of translate for each other. Because I feel like sometimes we just need a translator, you know, Mm -hmm. specifically for girls. So here's the so here's the fourth layer. So we've already talked about uh, emerging into adulthood is layer one. Number two is the gender of your kid, and number three is how you the parents talk to each other in their marriage. But number four is you can also find out something about how you related to your own opposite sex parent, and that will show you something about how you handle your marriage and your teenager. So mm-hmm. a dad that is super touchy, no, a husband that's super defensive with his wife, which happens all the time. Dr. Wilkes, I can't say, I can't tell my husband how I feel without him being defensive, is very often a dad that, a man that did not receive respect from his mother. And, mm-hmm. and he hears that same critical message when in fact that was uh, just a mother sharing the way women do. And now he can't hear that and is also true uh, wives who are touchy anyway about whether I'm connected to my husband. Uh, I don't think he's thinking about me. Um, that is kind of the volume control on how touchy that is, is very much connected to, did she feel connected and interest from her father? Mm. And you know, she had that assurance. So yeah, it's just, you could just dive deeper and deeper into these two, the way these two things interact, your mm-hmm. autonomy moving into adulthood, but also connection and respect for girls and for boys. Mm-hmm. Dr. Kent, what are some common pitfalls you see between mothers and sons, fathers and daughters? Well, the, the you know, we've talked about, I think the most common pitfall, as, as we've already said, for mothers and sons is mothers not recognizing uh, particularly what it looks like to give respect and definitely not uh, taking seriously that your son it will be particularly touchy to whether he feels like he's being uh, given respect, uh, even more than a daughter. And that's the one that most commonly, I mean, that's in my office all the time. I remember, I think it was about the third session, I had this mom, super involved mom and her son, and we had already gone through the basics of feeding them out to bite you with her and her husband, and she was really close to her son uh, growing up, and now they just fought all the time. And uh, she had kind of lost it. The third or fourth session, she, I come out to the lobby, the waiting room, and uh, I'm supposed to meet with him. And she's like, we need to talk. So she drags me and him into my <laughs> office. And she said, I want you to ask him. I want him to tell you why does he uh, why is he angry with me all the time? He is angry with me all the time. And he was just looking at me and I and I looked at her. I said, we already talked about this. I told you two weeks ago, it's because he doesn't like you. And he, and he goes, yeah. <laughs> so, you know, Poor was, mama. It, well, right. Yeah, of course, <laughs> only you guys would say that. Mm-hmm. But, you know, mm-hmm. it was like, it, it basically, it was saying that, you know, her manner of dealing with him that, and I mean, she was very passionate involved as a parent, mm-hmm. but it, he, again, more than a daughter would have heard all of that as, disrespectful and and Mm -hmm. intrusive and she just had a really really hard time with that so 
Um, that's the most common pattern. But mm-hmm. the, the one that is hidden too much and really needs to be talked about is the pitfalls or the things that we need to know about fathers and daughters. So when your daughter, very often a dad that is involved, just tends to kind of know what to do with a six to eight year old girl. She's mm-hmm. like this little gymnast that you throw around and we, you know, she sits in my lap and we're just all daddy's girl and it's all kind of fun because she's a girl. Mm-hmm. But boy, adolescence comes along and her body begins to change. She's looking a little more like a woman than a girl. She's awkward with it. But here's the part that often uh, men don't really think about. He is awkward with it Mm -hmm. because he doesn't want to be inappropriate or weird, but he doesn't want to say it to himself. So the whole thing ends up with this weird where he backs off, even physically, at the very moment she needs him to draw closer. So uh, men need to be aware that a common pitfall is that he will uh, find himself pulling back even literally physically sometimes at the very time she needs more. Mm -hmm. Uh, And what also goes along with that is he may assume that her desire for independence and autonomy is the same as he was when he was a teenager. And that's not the same for girls. Uh, It's tough enough. Try to get a mom to walk into a boy's bedroom. Can we talk? He's like, Mom. Um, get, get out of here. But for a dad to knock on the girl's door and say, hey, what's going on? There's a much higher chance that uh, she will actually I mean, it's going to be awkward. I mean, it's, it's not like it's going to be a wonderful moment always, mm-hmm. but she will really be uh, she will benefit from his drawing more into her life uh, than maybe ever before. Mm-hmm. That's really interesting, but I absolutely agree. I remember as a teenage girl, those first couple teenage years, you're you're most insecure. So many things are changing inside, outside that you can't control. It's just a part of it. And mm-hmm. it is so important for the father to be there and say, I love you and I see you and this is normal and it's okay. And, you know. And I want to not go, necessarily I, say those things, not say those things literally. Right. But, but by but being I want to spend and, time with you. Like, yeah, fun. yeah. let's go. Uh, I want, you know, like I did regular dates with my girls. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So important. Just me. Yep. Yep. Exactly. I'll tell you what, I, that's the point of connection with my own father was, you know, when I turned 13, he took me out for a special date and he gave me a ring and we had a great conversation and he told me what I should expect of boys in the years to come. And I just remember that I felt so special and, um, he, you know, he came to the door with flowers and pretended like it was a real date, but things like that, that I had that cool. with my dad that I felt like he saw me, he, he, you know, was trying to connect with me. And at that point, you just feel so awkward. Your teeth are big. Your hair was big. You know, everything is just strange. Right. Right. (laughs) And, and I felt pretty and I felt lovely and I felt known. And so things like that really do make a difference to a daughter with a father. It is super strengthening for her uh, future relationships with men that is exactly the kind of story, the kind of example that really gives her the strength of co- the confidence needed for her to make good choices in her own dating life. That's a perfect example. Well, obviously, as we just barely scratch the surface on this subject, I mean, there are so many uh, issues between fathers and daughters, mothers and sons. And then, of course, um, just 
different gender issues. You know, we have so many different complicating factors, the way that uh, we grew up and our experiences with our own parents affect our parenting and also our marriages and our experiences in our marriages affect our parenting on this subject. So I appreciate you clarifying some of the issues that are most commonly felt by parents of teenagers. And Ashley, as always, I've enjoyed talking with you both. Thanks for joining us today. Hit the subscribe button so you won't miss an episode. Also, leave us a review. This is how other listeners find our podcast. Follow us on Instagram at Feeding the Mouth. We appreciate you and would love to hear from you. If you have any questions, thoughts, or ideas about what we've discussed today, please email us at podcast at feedingthemouth.com.